You are listening to the Book Your Dream Clients Podcast, bite-sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity. No hustle required. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Book Your Dream Clients Podcast. Do you feel like all you do is work on your business, but you're not seeing the results you like? Maybe you're tired of pushing so hard and you're falling into the comparison trap and the nonstop hustle, et cetera, et cetera. On this episode of the podcast, Anna is going to walk you through the process of removing your ego-driven mindset of running your business to feeling more in flow and in tune with who you truly are, because we're in the business of helping people. And if we're not embracing who we truly are, then we're doing our future dream clients a huge disservice. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Anna, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I think we're going to have a really fun conversation on an uplifting conversation for people who might be feeling like they're, I always say they're swimming in the sea of beige. There are so many coaches out there and the excitement of starting your business might have worn off already. And you're starting to notice all the other people who might be doing the same thing you are. And you are wondering, why did you even start this? Because it seems like everyone's doing better. They're ahead. All those stories we play in our heads, right? So I'm excited to have Anna on to offer us some tips, some practices, and maybe just a really good old shift in the mindset to help us continue moving forward. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and we'll get the conversation started. Awesome. Thank you so much. So my name is Anna Zekalo-Reeves and I live in the DC metro area. And so I have three children, ages 12, and my twins are 10, and they are all girls. So Oh, I wow. Have I have three girls. kids, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, have all, I even have a girl puppy. So Bella <laughs> is here beside me. You may hear her. So what I do right now is that I own two different companies. One is a kid's cooking company that I've had running for about 15 years that I developed when I was teaching kindergarten here in, the, in Maryland. And the second thing I do is that I coach women and, you know, I've transitioned since I've started coaching women from conscious parenting to now really stepping into who you are as a person and peeling back the layers. So that's who I am in a nutshell. I love it. I like that we have the three kids in common and I don't have all girls. I have two girls and one boy, but we were just talking before we hit record how we like to be busy. We like to take care of other people. I think that's just instilled in who we are. And I think a lot of coaches have that as well because they know that they have achieved something at one point in their life. And they want to tell the world because they want the world to feel how they feel, how good they feel. And we have really big hearts and I don't want those big hearts to feel afraid to move forward because there is a voice in our head that's always going to be yapping about what are you doing? Why are you doing this? She's doing it so much better than you are. You don't have this constant negativity pumping through our heads, especially when everything is at our fingertips as we're scrolling through social media and seeing what other people are up to, seeing the highlight reels of their life. And we can get really caught up in beating ourselves down, beating ourselves up about it. So when someone is just starting and the honeymoon phase of starting your business has worn off and reality sets in and they're like, maybe I should just try to mold myself into someone else. 
because what I'm doing isn't working. Mm. Why do you think people do that? Wow. Wow. You just said so many different things in there. And I really, (laughs) yeah, geez. I mean, we, most of us who venture into coaching are the nurturer type people, right? We're the carers, we're the people who were the empaths, the intuitives. So Mm -hmm. I think we all have that in common and we all have that burning desire to help, to serve, to reach another human. And then luckily we take, you know, if we're smart about it, we look at our life circumstances, all the challenges, all the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the ugly, we take those and we use that as our platform. And I think that if, you know, you do not have, if you're not accessing that part of it, the why am I doing this? You do, you are out there sort of floundering around. You don't have a purpose, so to speak. You may know that you, you want to reach people, but you don't have a niche. You don't have, like I talk to women, right? We're out there just sort of like, oh, I'm going to help everybody, mm-hmm. right? Or we do niche down, but then we don't know the marketing behind it. We don't know how to reach our audience, how to attract our audience. And so we feel, you know, and it's all about how do we feel? We feel like we're not doing enough. And whatever our triggers are in our life, you know, maybe we grew up not feeling enough, then that is going to compound that feeling even more. And then we're going to keep floundering and floundering. I see with my students that they never feel like they're doing enough. And they'll hear one tip over here, one strategy over here, and they're just piling on to-dos on their list and trying everything. And I always say, you are sitting in front of 50 glasses with a drop of water in each of them, and you can't do that. So what's your advice to someone who feels like they just, and everything they do isn't enough, and they have that mentality towards building their business? So good. So when I was growing up, and I don't know if you resonate with this, but I was taught that multitasking meant that you were a superhero. Mm-hmm. Multitask, right? <laughs> and I've come to realize that multitasking means you are a crazy person. You cannot give, you cannot fill those cups up. So you need to single task, put a hundred percent effort into one thing, one glass, fill it up. When you're done, move on to the next thing. And if you don't do that, and I've fallen victim to this recently where I was, you know, getting on the track of, of promoting myself in one way. And then all of a sudden I hear that there's another way and then another way. Mm -hmm. And I I started to feel a sense of overwhelm, which taps into a sense of scarcity mindset. So you really have to, you know, my biggest, my biggest tip in coaching and in life is feel into your body. How do you feel? Ask yourself, when I wake up in the morning, does it feel good to feel this way? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then shift something, remove something, figure out another way to take something off so that you can just focus 100% on the thing that you feel is going to generate enough revenue for you to feel good. Wherever it is that you want to be, focus on the one very thing that'll get you there. One of the jokes with my students is, if you ask Lindsay a question, she's just going to say, well, how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know that some of them can feel really disappointed when I ask them that because they are pushing their feelings to the back burner or behind the stove because they don't care how they feel. And they just oh. want to push, push, push. Right. And I, I usually attract the people who are into feeling into, you know, how they are approaching a strategy and they're okay to listen to themselves. 
But once in a while, I have clients come in who are like, it doesn't matter how I feel. I need to just do this because I have this idea in my head, a timeline in my head, tell me what to do. And they tie themselves up into the results. Do you see that a lot in your world as well? I love all these questions are so directed directly to me. It's so bizarre. <laughs> so, bizarre. so I do see that. And, you know, the thing that I am, am putting out right now, because I was feeling this, this overwhelm and I said, enough's enough. I, I cannot do this any longer. And in my heart, I knew that I was marketing in the wrong way. Um, I was going to just do it. I was just doing it wrong. Right. And I, and wrong, meaning it didn't resonate with me. It felt off. And so I said, it feels off. And I've been feeling off for too long. Why am I self-sabotaging myself? And so right now that's my goal is coming up with my plat, my content for my coaching group coaching program is all about the ways that we self-sabotage because we do it instinctually we do it subconsciously because our bodies think that it's helping us our minds our subconscious mind thinks that it's what we're doing here by ignoring our feelings and just pushing on ahead and ahead and ahead it thinks it's helping us but really it's a form of of sabotaging us and getting in our way so yeah i resonate a lot with that what you just said self-sabotage is huge because probably the majority of us have that instilled in our mind that if we're not suffering and, you know, our eyes aren't bleeding from staring at the screen, we're not working hard enough. And it takes a huge shift to move your mind over to, I don't have to push so hard. I don't have to try every freaking strategy that is barked into my head every time I go online. Because if you're, if you're over, if you are overwhelmed right now with all of the strategies that are out there, you're always going to be overwhelmed with it. You, you literally have to pick something and keep going because otherwise you're going to, you're going to be walking through life with a basket that is overflowing, dropping Mm -hmm. everywhere. And you can't, you can't, you're not feeling stable and you don't know where you're going because you can't even see over it. And I think that's always going to be the case. So it's always going to be a choice. And like Anna said, when you wake up in the morning, how do you feel? And so many people don't ask themselves that because they just push and push and push and push. Yeah. I think that's just a recipe for disaster, especially if we're in the business of helping people. Absolutely. And it's, and you know, it's all about the vibrations that we put out there and we attract that back. So if we, we think in our mind, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to crush it today. I'm going to, you know, work, sit and work myself to the bone until I get this particular project done but it's bringing your vibration down. You're, you're vibrating low and it doesn't feel good to vibrate low. And then what happens is we push that energy out into the universe and it gets, it gets stuck in our bodies, right? Because a lot of what I do in my RTT therapy is whatever we're thinking in our mind vibrates out into our body, right? It creates a chemical the body responds to that. And then the, then the body creates a chemical and then the mind responds to that. So what we're doing when we think we're being oh so productive is we're actually creating these negativity loops that are getting in our way. So we're actually in our own way. <laughs> it's insane. Absolutely. I remember hearing a coach always say that, get out of your own way. And why do you think people decide to stand in front of themselves uh-huh. and, not, and not move? The why do you think they choose it. that? It's the number one reason is it's a blind spot. People mm. don't, they literally think that they're helping themselves, right? They, they come up with a strategy, a plan. And like last night I was working on, I'm doing some Facebook ads and creating my automation and all this stuff. 
And I got to a point where I was like, oh, you know what? I've had enough. Like mm -hmm. the fun is over because it's fun. I love what I do. I mm -hmm. love creating. And when, when the fun gets, and it was like, you know, seven or eight o'clock, I can't remember, but I said, I could go two more hours, but I actually don't want to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to put this down, but I think some people, and that's me respecting my own boundaries. That's me seeing me for who I am and saying, you know, you've been at this a bit, go find something different, shift focus, go do yoga, go lay in bed, go read a book, whatever it is you want to do, go, go talk to a friend. But I think a lot of people will crush it. Right. And they'll go to that 10 PM because, you know, ego, ego drives mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. and, and the scarcity mindset of like, Oh, I have to get it done. If I don't get it done now, that means I'm behind tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's, that's so me 10 years ago five years ago, push, 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 stay away, put the kids to bed, go back to work and go to bed when you don't even, you can't even understand what you're typing anymore because then tomorrow you'll be ahead. And here's a newsflash to everyone who's running their business. You'll, you're never really going to be ahead. You're never going to say, okay, I'm all done building my business. No, no, there's no such thing. So I always say, well, what's the rush? And sometimes I hear people say, well, I'm giving myself three months to make, you know, a crazy amount of money. And if I don't do that, then I'm quitting. What do you say to people like that? Like that hurts me to hear that. Well, what is it that you're getting from that? Are you, I feel like that comment is ego driven also. And mm -hmm. when we live our lives with our ego driving us, then we are living our false self. So again, what is it that you, what's your, why is your, why to make $500,000 in three months, or is, I mean, what is your, why, why are you doing this? You're, I doubt you were put on this planet to make that kind of money. And, you know, I mean, I think the money comes when you are living your soul purpose, you're living mm -hmm. your dharma. So you need to really get clear on what's your intention and then stick with that intention and maybe put it at the top of your planner every day. My, my intention is, so here's my intention. My ten, intention is to work in flow in my, at my most, or I'm sorry, in my most authentic self. So that way working in flow to me means that I'm every single thing I'm doing is something I'm obsessed with doing, right. I'm mm -hmm. honoring the fact that I'm choosing to do tasks. And if there's something that I don't, I'm not obsessed with, then I'm probably going to hire someone to help me with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So be, mm, in flow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. be in flow and that ego is really prominent, especially when you're just starting to, because it's, it kind of is a fake adrenaline to keep moving your business forward. False. It is false. If somebody is recognizing that, okay, maybe, maybe there is something that I can change right now. What, is, what are your first tips? Some first steps that people can do to try and feel a little bit, put more feeling into their business and realize that they can take it easy on themselves and I always say, relax, enjoy the process, trust it. Yeah. But that's really hard to hear just from somebody who the ego is just like so prominent right now. What is your advice to them? Wow. I mean, geez, is there one thing? I mean, everything you, you just said is a thing of its own. So I guess going inside, you know, closing your eyes, doing a little bit of breath work and really tapping into what is it? What is my intention? Why am I doing this? Because if you're saying I'm going to give up in three months, then you are the first person that doesn't believe in yourself. Yes. You're telling the universe, 
I'm not worthy past three months. <laughs> You've got a, a, a deadline, right? You've got a, and that's not true, right? You really just tap into who's, who are you reaching? Who's your client? Why do you want to reach them? Okay. And I'm not saying don't focus on the money, right? But then something I learned in my NLP course is to, is to put out into your timeline, into the future, the very thing that you desire in a very specific way that you say it, and then you put it out into, into the time, you drop it down, plunk it down, you put, you put some energy breaths behind it. And then when you tell the universe that it's already happened, you're picturing it, you're t- using all five of your senses to picture taste it, hear what it's like to, you know, to reach your goal. And then when you do that and you just sit with it and you breathe into it and you energize through it, then all of the things start calibrating, okay, between now and that point to get you there. You're going to start meeting people that will help you. Opportunities will come up, podcast interviews, anything, collaborations will come up to meet your goal. But if you just sit there in, in this state of panic and scarcity, minds and ego, you're not going to get anything. You're going to be spinning wheels. You're going to get a whole bunch of frustratedness is what you're going to get. Mm, That's so good. And I wish that everyone would realize how important your dream is and how important your business is and not to give it deadlines and timelines that mean really nothing. And I know sometimes people think, well, Lindsay, I don't have a job. And this is, this is, this literally is my timeline because I I need to make some money in my business. And I understand that. And we had a guest on maybe last year and her advice was just get a job. Then relieve that stress. If money is your main stressor, then find something that can help you alleviate that. You guys all know that I have a full-time job and that helped me build my business to where it is, but I work from home. And if, if I had to leave my home to work, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have both, but I can have both. And I'm grateful to have both. So right. find the, find those aching points in your, in your life. And why are, why not only ask you why you're trying to build your business, but why are you feeling so rushed? Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? And how can you help that just a little bit? I think that's, you know, a realistic as well. Cause I think we need to mash both of those in there. Mm-hmm because that helps us kind of see what, what we can do right now to make us feel like we can make one more step forward tomorrow and one step forward the next day. Do you agree? It's having grace for yourself. That's what just came up for me when you were saying that it's really having, and I actually, I have a lot of tattoos and I tattooed the word grace on my arm. Oh, that's my daughter. My daughter's name is Gracie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. But that's important is to have grace for yourself, give yourself space, time, preserve your energy, and really, really, again, always checking in with yourself. I will always come back to that because the answers are not outside of you. If you realize that Mm -hmm. everything you, everything you need is actually inside of you right now, just need to tap into it. And you can't tap into it when your mind is busy, when you've got the monkey mind going I need to do this. This is not enough. What's the next thing? Oh my gosh, I should be reading this book. How many podcasts? This, that, this, that, this, that. You, there's no room. That's not giving, that's the opposite of giving yourself grace. And we all fall into that. We all do. It's not like, oh, I remember that when I used to do that. I still do that once in a while. And I, I can recognize those, those symptoms. 
the, okay, I have way too many tabs open. I cannot focus for more than one minute on writing something. And I have to say to myself out loud, Lindsay, take it down a notch here. You're, you're, you're doing too much right now and walk away, walk away. And sometimes that lasts for a moment and sometimes it lasts for a week. So I know that I need a break. I I don't need to do the things that I supposedly need to do right now. I can take, take some time for myself, take some time for my, with my family. There's other things that we can do. There's way more important things than building your business. And so if you're obsessed with your business and you're putting all of this pressure on it, I always say, it's like, you guys just planted your garden and the seeds have barely been in there for long enough to germinate. And you are standing there staring at it and yelling at it and getting frustrated because it's not growing fast enough. Wow. So good. And we are our business. So we are a walking talk billboard. And I really believe I heard this and I love it so much that how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm. So, mm -hmm. and so when I'm looking for a coach, because I have a business coach and I, you know, I had several, several coaches through the years when I'm looking for some guidance, because we all need to be coached, right? Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't say I'm a coach and then not be, be getting coached, right? That's just, it's, it doesn't work that way. You have to be out there. You, we all have blind spots. And so when I'm looking for that special person to help me see my blind spots in an area, I watch every, you know, I watch them and I see how they, you know, are they stressed? How do they speak? How do they present? How do they present? And I'm looking for the person that's going to bring me that calmness, that peace, that mm-hmm. ease, that grace, so that I can lean into their strength and their power. I'm not going to hire somebody who's frantic and, you know, mm-hmm. all over the place. No. And that's why it's so important to be who you are, because you are going to attract people yeah. as who you are on an Instagram live or a, a, a video on YouTube. You're going to attract that type of person. So if you're not being yourself, The people who are coming to you are going to be all wrong for you. So good. good. Wow. That's a gem right there. Everyone should really hear that. Rewind. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind the tape because that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) And I think as you grow your business, like your clients just get more like everyone that comes in feels like your best friend because you, me being who I am, me embracing that I am, you know, I live in a small town. I like to take things slow and I'm happy with that. And I love being home and all those little things that I didn't see as special about myself 10 Mm -hmm. years ago, I thought were embarrassing or boring. That's what brings in like the best people into your world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, wow. That's so insane that, that you keep saying these crazy things because I really, the, the truer I am, the more layers I peel back in my own self, the more that I shine, the more that I show up as my most authentic self, and the more I find myself in flow. And when that happens, all of a sudden, people just start coming out of the woodwork and they're seeking, right? They're seeking me because they see, you can't see something in another person if you don't already have it in you. So what they see in me is actually what they see in them. And so that's so true. Like you, in this, and we were taught, you know, at least, you know, we're in my neck of the woods and being a, a girl growing up, 
to sort of dim my light and don't be too shiny, right? Because mm-hmm. that means you're, you're, you're mean or you're, you know, they didn't say in ego before, but it was like, just don't be too, don't be too. Mm-hmm. Don't be too yeah. And I, I say the opposite. I say, really shine the light on who you are. You've got unique talents that the next coach doesn't have. And it's, there's so many people that need coaching in so many, it's laughable. There are so many Mm -hmm. people that need coaching in so many different areas of their life. There's just not enough coaches to, to Mm -hmm. to serve everybody. So for us to think that, you know, we can't be ourselves and we have to be like the next guy, but better, that's not self-serving and it's not serving your client. No. And I think that is a perfect way to wrap it up. It's not serving you and it's not serving the clients who are right around the corner waiting to see you. They can't see you when you're not being yourself. So if you really want this, you have to do it for yourself and not everyone else. And once you do that, amazing things happen. You guys just have to relax, let down your shoulders, breathe and let this grow for you because it will happen. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. This is a great conversation. Definitely. Where can everyone find more about working with you, Anna? Absolutely. So my website is AnnaZCoaching.com. That's the best way to find me and to, you know, book a time with me just to chat. You know, maybe we, maybe we never work together, but we chat and I help you advance, or maybe we do work together. So thank you. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for being on. We'll put your link in the show notes. And you guys go check her out and see if you resonate with her. I think I bring on guests from all over the world, all over the country who have different niches. And I think that's the beauty of, you know, meeting people around the world, just sitting in the comfort of your car or in your home. And you can see there's so many resources out there to help you build your business and help you grow as a person as well. So thank you, Anna, for being here with us. Thank you, Lindsay. Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business, and we would love to see you there.